Welcome to Dishing the Science with Dr. Sue. I'm your host, Dr. Sue Peterson. I'm a Canadian physician, a specialist in endocrinology and metabolism, and a diplomat of the American Board of Obesity Medicine. I draw on my over 20 years of clinical experience and my extensive research background to examine the complex issues surrounding weight management, diabetes, and overall health. Thanks for joining us today. Hi, everyone, and thanks for joining me on drsue.ca. That's drsue.ca. Today, we are talking about terzepatide, which is now available in Canada. Approved in November 2022, terzepatide, trade name Mounjaro, is now available at pharmacies across the country. We've been waiting a year due to the global shortage in the context of unprecedented demand. As I blogged previously, and you can check out that link on the typed version of my website, Terzepatide is a GIP-GLP receptor agonist that is approved as a treatment of type 2 diabetes. It's very effective for improvement in blood sugar and also very powerful for weight loss. Across the surpassed type 2 diabetes clinical trial program, the hemoglobin A1c or diabetes report card reduction ranged from 2.1 to 2.6% with the highest dose of 15 milligrams weekly a reduction of a magnitude that hasn't been seen in clinical trials of other approved diabetes medications and superior to both Ozempic 1 mg and insulin comparators. Weight reduction ranged from 9.5 to 12.5%. Weight loss across the trials with terzepatide 15 mg, again a magnitude not seen in clinical trials of any other approved diabetes medication. Notably, weight loss with terzepatide 15 mg was double that seen in head-to-head comparison with semaglutide or Ozempic 1 mg at 12.4%, weight loss with terzepatide and 6.2% weight loss with semaglutide. When, while initially approved in a pen device for very easy injection, because of a global shortage of the pen devices, terzepatide is available in Canada in a vial and syringe format. This means that just like in the old days of insulin, terzepatide will need to be drawn up from the vial and then injected. As the dose of terzepatide is escalated gradually, starting at 2.5 milligrams weekly, increasing by 2.5 milligrams every four weeks towards the treatment doses of 5 milligrams, 10 milligrams, or 15 milligrams weekly, each dose level will have its own vial. You draw up 0.5 milliliters from the vial, which is almost the entire vial, for each injection. So it's one vial per injection. You cannot split a dose of terzepatide from a vial into smaller doses because the vial doesn't contain a preservative, so the contents must be used as soon as the needle is pushed through the rubber stopper the first and only time. The needle required, which is 28 to 31 gauge, is just a tiny bit thicker than the Ozempic needle, which is 32 gauge, because the needle has to be strong enough to penetrate the rubber stopper on the vial without bending the needle. As per the Canadian FIT guidelines for injectable medication for diabetes, the needle length should be 6 to 8 millimeters which is a little longer than the four millimeter Ozempic needle, but it's still very small. And you can check out those, the link to the FIT guidelines on my website. The makers of Mounjaro will also have a patient website to support them in their terzepatide start journey. Potential side effects of terzepatide are in keeping with the GLP-1 class. The most common side effects include nausea, diarrhea, and vomiting, are mostly mild to moderate in nature, and mostly during dose escalation. As for other GLP-1 receptor agonists, there's a low risk of gallstones and a very low risk of pancreatitis. Also a note that absorption of the birth control pill is reduced by Mounjaro, likely due to slowing of the gastrointestinal tract, which is most prominent during dose escalation. As such, the product monograph recommends an alternative form of contraception or adding a barrier method of contraception for four weeks after initiation and 
for four weeks after each dose escalation. Trazepatide has demonstrated impressive efficacy as a weight management medication, as I've blogged previously as well, with 20.9% weight loss seen with the highest dose in people with obesity without type 2 diabetes. Uh, Trazepatide, however, is not yet approved as a weight management medication. So the bottom line here is that trizepatide or Mounjaro is an important new treatment option for people with type 2 diabetes with impressive efficacy to improve blood sugars and lower weight. While the vial and syringe administration requires a few extra steps to inject, it's not complex and it can easily be adopted by most people with a little support and teaching from pharmacists, diabetes educators, or their doctors. It's always in the hands of the patient to decide if they're comfortable with the vial and syringe, but I predict that given the impressive efficacy of Mounjaro, most will be more than willing. As a disclaimer, I uh, am and have been an investigator in clinical trials of both trizepatide and semaglutide. I receive honoraria as a continuing medical education speaker and consultant from the makers of trizepatide, which is Eli Lilly, and semaglutide, which is Novo Nordisk. Share this blog using your favorite social media, and I will see you again next time. Thanks for listening to Dishing the Science with Dr. Sue. For more information about current hot topics and science relating to obesity, diabetes, and overall health, check out the show notes for links and visit drsue.ca. That's D-R-S-U-E C-A. Don't forget to leave a review and subscribe to this podcast on your favorite listening platforms. Medical discussion on this podcast is of a general nature only, not designed to give specific medical advice to individuals nor their individual healthcare providers, and is intended for a Canadian audience.